You know what? I think Cool Boy Nation must be proud right now because they're not going to any other spoiler cast and getting the range of facial hair conversations and fucking lethal weapon talk and their fucking Avengers Infinity War spoiler casts. You guys are going to the wrong spoiler casts. Yeah. And and the fact that we've been right for so long, we were like so, right with all of our information so 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 long ago. So you should really be listening to us if you aren't listening to us. Idiots. Idiots. You fucking idiots. <laughs> Listen to me, you son of a bitch. Uh. Live from Cool Boys Central. Hold your dicks and rub your tits. You'll be ice cold. Here come the cool boys. Just a young boy. <gasps> so cool. So cool. So cool. I see cool boys. Uh, Phil, am I watching what I think I'm watching in the background? No. Not gay porn again. No, it just looks like it's not a bootleg version of the Avengers Infinity War film. That's all. It looks like it's not one of those things. Not at all. Where would I get such a thing? What's the video quality on that? Camcorder? Oh, you can't tell? It looks fucking perfect. It actually does look really good. It's horrible. It's fucking horrible. Okay. It's like half, uh, it's half, the, like half the frame. Am I seeing subtitles pop up sometimes? Yeah, that's, that's the catch is that the guy actually has to frame up because they're Swedish subtitles. Oh. oh, Swedish. Oh. Greetings, cool boy nation. And welcome to a special installment of the Cool Boys podcast. So special. I'm Falk. I'm Falcon Felk. I, that's the worst one. <laughs> I'm Black Panther Ballard. I love how you guys both got black guys, and I got a chick. I am Nebula Noli. Oh, yeah. Nebula, super important in the Infinity Gauntlet comic storyline. But is she important in the Infinity War movie? Tune in to find out right now. Spoilers. This episode, we will be discussing the 19th film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And all the fabulous boners it has given us. (laughs) Okay. So we will forego our cool boy updates, which have not been on the show for quite a long long time, (laughs) and get right into... Avengers Infinity War, a triple X gay parody. Yes. Ready? Let's go. It's time for spoilers. Spoilers. What? No, that's that's Star a Star Trek, Trek theme. That's yeah. the yep. Michael right. Giacchino Star Trek theme. Where are you? <laughs> All right, guys. It's finally happened. We have Avengers 3. I want to get right into this. I want to get right into it so quick and deep that I want to just go dry thrusting. But we can't. We can't. We need a tease. I want to come right now. I prepared by watching Homecoming and Ragnarok, and those are the two that 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 I I thought well, and Black Panther obviously are the the two that are going to uh, influence it the most. Black Panther isn't out yet, so sold theaters. And I prepared by watching the Avengers and Age of Ultron because I just wanted to see how the trilogy worked as a trilogy. Yeah, I prepared by watching Avengers: Age of Ultron. That's the only one you watched. Yeah. That's the only one I wasn't familiar with in like in a long time. I was like, I've seen Avengers so many times. I know what happens. Age of Ultron, I haven't seen in like two or three years. So I was like, I need to watch that one. So guys, let's just quickly, as we always do, 
and we always do quickly our cool boy ratings of the past films in the Avengers franchise. Now we are not going to mention every single movie in Avengers has been oh, no. in a movie because no. that would be every 19 film of the Avengers. But we will be mentioning just the last two Avengers films, the Avengers and age of Ultron. So guys, what are your cool boy ratings of the Avengers? Uh, Avengers. The first one may or may not be a five out of five for me. I have not seen it in quite some time. It's a it's a four and a half or five. I think it I think it's still a five because it it they pulled it off. Four out of five. Four out of five. Well, then I'd probably give it the highest rating. I am a solid five out of five for the Avengers. It, it's it's my favorite comic book movie. Um, as I've said before, comic book film I think is the Dark Knight, but comic book movie for me favorite is uh, the Avengers. It's um it's a real comic book on film. If that's the way it feels to me, the way it meshes styles and tones, I've never seen a comic book so well adapted on film uh, like I had seen the Avengers up, up until 2012. And, and they actually tied in, uh, what was it, three or four different franchises, four different franchises, Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, and Hulk. Is that what uh, they did? That was pretty amazing. I, re I just rewatched it right before going to see Avengers Infinity War. And um, it definitely still feels like you're watching a TV movie in some respects. The costume design is horrible. Um, and it's not just bad for Captain America like everyone remembers. It's oh, also really so bad. bad for Thor. It's really bad for Black Widow. It's really bad for Hawkeye. Iron Man's the only one that actually gets a good like costume. Uh, it's, it's, it's definitely... Uh it borderlines a gay porn parody, is what it, it does for the costume part. <laughs> what is gay? It means I suck other guys' dicks. But yeah, it's still a great comic book film, and, and, and I, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I saw it, I think, three times in theaters. Two times. And then, of course, I also saw, right before watching Avengers uh, Infinity War, I saw Avengers Age of Ultron. And those are the only two Marvel films I prepped myself on. Because huh. I wanted to kind of see how Infinity War played as a trilogy film that's the wrong way you're not supposed it is to the wrong that. way and i've seen every single marvel cinematic universe film multiple times i'm just this this was my experiment felk now but age of ultron i give that four out of five it's i feel like it is a four out of five mostly because i love the characters and i love the episodic feel of it now especially looking back on it i don't think it's truly a four out of five film separated on its own solo sure. it is like Two sure. out of five or something like that. It's oh, it's not. No, not, I'm giving not it two, two out of five. I'll give it a, a three and a half. I felt it was inconsequential. It, it, it felt like wheel spinning because they introduced Thanos and, and it's just like, here's an Avengers, but we can't do the real good Avengers we built up to last time that you want to see. This is just it, it, the whole movie. So exactly. Down. Yeah. Um, hey, you Spader, tease Thanos at the end and you don't get him in the next one. And, but but I still enjoy I still enjoyed the ride. I like Ultron. I like the villain of Ultron. I like Spader's performance a lot, but that character feels such like a placeholder character of, of Ultron, I mean. And even sure. the title is wrong. It's not an Age of Ultron. That movie takes place over like a fucking week. Okay, so that maybe, title... Maybe that. I look at that title as it's re referencing that if Ultron completed his plan, it would have been an Age of Ultron. That, yeah. Nah. That's anyway, good. say what you want about that that movie, but that intro, that first ten minutes is so comic booky and so hot. But it doesn't it make is, any sense. But it's also really CGI. It doesn't make any. Like good and it doesn't make any sense narratively. Uh, the world was at stake in kind of uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier, or at least a lot of lives in New York. The world was at stake in in Thor: The Dark World. Avengers Winter Soldier was Washington D.C. Washington D.C. Uh, the the world did not. The Avengers did not unite. It was it was up to a solo hero in each of those movies. 
But Hydra, Hydra might be hiding some weapons a, a, in a facility. Oh, shit, we got to get all the Avengers together. It's like, what, what, what exactly is the level of like scale of when we need the Avengers? It's, it I doesn't gotcha. make sense. All right. I see what you're saying. I still thought it was like very comic booky and fun, like them throwing, coming in like on motorcycles, throwing shields, like other guys catching it and hitting it, you know, like just teaming up. I like, I like the team up. I like when there the guys was, team up. It also made me roll my eyes ups. a lot too in theaters just because I did like Man of Steel and that whole movie felt like a reaction to Man of Steel with the, oh, we right, had to right, save right, each right. individual person and be seen saving them. Yeah, well, I mean, okay, let's face it. The Superman of the DC FU um, could save more people during the third act of Man of Steel could have saved more people during Batman v Superman. I think that's possible. But at the same time, I understand what you're saying. Like, yeah, it seems like the whole concept of that in the film Age of Ultron is just in direct response to fans outlash to Man of Steel. It felt petty. The first rule of comedy, don't punch down. I think that's true of superhero franchises as well. Um, what I'll say for a purpose of it being a sequel and a trilogy, even though really it doesn't work that way. No, I think it's kind of a mess of a movie that feels uh, insubstantial. And the only major things happens is they introduce Quicksilver and then they kill Quicksilver. And also the ending is such a fucking like I think people groaned in the theater where, where Cap says Avengers and they, they show like all the B listers. It's like that's a shitty list. That's th- those are our new Avengers. It was a, a shitty roster. And we never see, and the only time we see those Avengers doing any work is in the opening of Civil War. Like, they, they never do anything it's, in it's an Avengers movie. Unfortunately, in the opening of Civil War, though, you don't see Vision in that battle, and you don't see uh, War Machine in that battle. They were busy. They were busy, yeah. The heavy hitters were busy during the fight. That is what is interesting we can get into later about Avengers Infinity Wars. In some ways, how they took out the heavy hitters. I'm going to I'm I'm going to uh forcibly insert hashtag me too uh, another <laughs> movie into this before we move on. Civil War to me feels as much as an Avengers movie as the other two Avengers movies. Well guys, let's get into why we're all here. Avengers Infinity War. Right off the bat, let's get our cool boy ratings. Hold on. I think before we do that, we need to let the audience know that uh we've all seen this film over the weekend. It's oh, yes. Tuesday we're recording. We have not spoken a word to each other about what we witnessed. Yeah, yes. So imagine if you went and saw this movie with your three best friends or whatever, and you can't talk about it. Yeah, that was That's really fun. Days. Right no one said anything to each other right now. So we're, we're going to hear our first reactions, whether we agree, whether we disagree, whether we jack off together, whether we moan and groan together, whether we fucking punch each other in the dicks. We'll find out. And Nolan, that's very true for most of the ways we watch most of our movies. So... Most of the time when you listen back to us, like like Star Wars, Last Jedi, that's our first understanding of our reactions. We didn't realize that Felk hated it so much and that you loved it so much I, like until we actually start talking about it. That's exactly true. So let's get into our ratings for this film. I give it five out of five. And I saw it twice in theaters, once in IMAX and once not in IMAX. Wow. Uh, I've seen it twice in theaters as well. I saw it once at Arclight's equivalent to IMAX, which isn't as good, and once uh, in non-IMAX. The Cinerama Dome, or whatever it's called? No, that's their equivalent to bullshit. They have, they have, they, they do 70 millimeter presentations, but it doesn't get IMAX certification. For God's sake, just give me the damn number! Oh, I'm going to give it five out of five. Wow. I thought it was pretty much perfect for what it needed to be. Wow. Absolutely agree. Fucking Last Jedi all over again. Hated it. Really? What? You hated it? 
I didn't like it. Really? Really? I fucking loved it. Five out of five. <laughs> five out of five. Okay, now for me, I want to just say real Act quickly three. my five out of five. I understand that when I look at films as a as a, as a solo movie, this one requires so many movies this cannot to be, be able to follow it. Movie, yeah. It doesn't work on its own very well, but it is so good. It is the best comic booky movie I've ever seen. It is. It is so much more comic booky than the Avengers was. Yeah. Opening scene in the movie, Thor, ship, Asgard, whatever it's called, and the Sanctuary 2 is attacking it. As soon as Thanos dragged Thor across the ground, my jaw dropped. When Hulk busted out, my jaw dropped even further. I was probably the most retarded-looking person in that theater with a gaping mouth. I mean, you could have tossed popcorn in there. Bugs could have been flying in and out. Dicks, Maybe for cocks, 10 minutes. Cocks could have been going in and out. For 10 minutes, my mouth was agape because I was fucking... Blown away what I was seeing. They came out real hard with this fucking Yeah, prologue. so I got, I got three huge erections in this film. And the first one came in five minutes when Loki says, and we have a Hulk. And Hulk came flying out and started smacking Thanos. And I was like, oh, shit, we're getting into this right now. Getting right into it. Yeah. Yes. And then showing Thanos just fucking bitching him around. I was like, oh, man, this guy's not to be trifled with. Two references to the Avengers right there, right? We have a Hulk is what Iron Man says to Loki in the, at the end of the Avengers. Correct. And then... Hulk fucking slams Loki back and forth in, into the ground. That's also referenced in Thor Ragnarok. But that's great that Thanos fucking then takes Hulk and fucking just slams him into the ground. He just does it yeah, once, was, but it does seem cool. like uh, an inversion of that, yeah. It does. Like, it sets up the stakes that, like, look, how this guy took out, this fucking monster took out a god from Asgard, or technically a frost giant from Jotunheim. And now look how this titan yeah. took out this fucking monster from Earth. I thought I thought the opening scene uh threw us right into the shit but also like just like jump started the whole film being like these are the stakes this is what's happening this guy's like yep. after this shit here's the bad guys Thor's already fucked up Loki's going to fucking die right now and we're just getting into it and Thanos has the power stone already which leads us to our first of many things we guessed right we guessed I would say the the order of the stones, guys. Oh, that's right. Play that audio back right now. Roll the tape, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> oh my God! Infinity War is about to come out, and I'm so super excited. What do you guys think the Infinity Gem order is going to be in this movie? He's definitely taking the one from the Nova Corps first. Yes, the purple one for sure. That's first. Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah. And then what? What do you guys think? Maybe then the uh, Space Stone, the blue one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's definitely taking it from Loki next. Totally. It's that. It's got to be that. And I'm just thinking, like, in general, like, if I'm going purple, blue, red, red's next. Reality gem. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And, and then <laughs> I think after a reality gem, it has to be... I want to say Soul Stone. I feel like they're going to have to give us the Soul Stone by then. Uh, time Stone, Soul Stone, Time Stone, Soul Stone. It's the Soul Stone, yes. Yeah. It's totally the Soul Stone. And I have, a, I, have a, I have an inkling that maybe it's on Vormir. We never Whoa. heard that name in these movies before. That, that's just random. No, Heimdale? but it's a random it's planet Heimdale? in the comics. Oh, okay. I could have sworn you said it was Heimdall. Yeah, I could have. Yeah, I, I definitely No, recall. no. I think if I said Heimdall ever, I really meant Vormir. I could have sworn someone said Wakanda. Too. Oh, so the ancient, the ancient Thanos meant Vormir. Or maybe it meant Gamora. Or does the H stand for hallowed sacrifice? Hmm? Yeah. Hmm? Or hereafter, perhaps? Hmm? 
Definitely. Yeah. That's yeah. Totally. And then and then it's definitely the Mind Stone, right? Uh, the green one. That's definitely next after that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And yeah, then he'll get, it, he'll get it from Doctor Strange for sure. I totally think so. Yeah, because I, I mean. It has to be Doctor Strange's Eye of Agamotto before it's Vision. Because yeah. if he takes it from the Vision, he's oh, killing the Vision. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be the last death. Yeah. Yellowstone is last. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we just guessed everything right. I couldn't believe it. We guessed it all right originally, like many episodes ago. Like at least 10 or 15 ago, like two years ago. Dude, yeah, at least when like Iron Man 3 was coming out. Well, guys, I also think we probably got a lot of things right when it came to you know, who survived. I mean, like, a lot of people oh, were going to die. I think we said, like, 50% of the people were going to die, but we pretty much guessed all the survivors correct. Play that audio okay. back now, Johnny. <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> Guys, who's a certain survivor, no matter what, like, they walk out of this movie into Avengers 4? Definitely Iron Man. Yeah. Definitely Iron Man. Iron Man for sure. Yeah. Definitely Captain America. Yeah. Captain America, definitely. Thor, gotta be, gotta be Thor, right? Yeah, yeah. Thor, yes, Thor. It's gotta be Black Widow. Yeah. Black Widow. It's gotta be Hulk. Yeah. Definitely Hulk, yes, for sure, and, Hulk. And then I'm gonna go, uh, probably Nebula and Rocket. Yeah. Yeah, Nebula and Rocket. They're so important. They're such important characters. There's no question they're not gonna kill them. No way. <laughs> oh my god, I, we totally guessed everyone who survived the film. Yeah. That's even crazier to think that we even knew all the people that were yeah. going to die. Are, are you legitimately hoping to fool people? Yeah, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing that was interesting, the Russo brothers said, or one of the Russo brothers, maybe just Joe or some shit, uh, they, he... What, let me see, who was it? Was it Joe or Anthony? Oh, it does not matter. <laughs> They're Joe. one person. Uh, Joe said that... Um, that some people did survive on that uh, as guardianship that were able to get away in the escape pods. Yeah, so how? Valkyrie is one of those confirmed. So she, it didn't make sense that they needed to confirm that, I guess, because it was weird to have characters like Valkyrie and Korg like just completely missing in the Asgardian ship. And I looked for them in the background dead. Yeah, I, I don't know if it really makes sense narratively that you would eject your best warrior, but I mean, maybe she had like something else going on and she couldn't be a part of it. Maybe she has to watch over the 50%. Like, maybe she's just was sent to protect that half. I think Thor 4 will start with this attack. The next Thor? I think the next Thor will start with this attack that happened. We'll see, like, the prelim to, like, what just happened. You don't think Avengers 4 is going to show us the alternate oh storylines? Right. Yeah, Thor, Thor 4 will come so far down the road it will not deal with this. Never mind. It's not even Yeah, announced. I think Avengers 4 is going to show us the other aspects of like this scene. I think it's going to show us what happened to Hawkeye. I think if Hawkeye's family was some of them disappeared, like 50% of them disappeared, I think it would give him reason to become the Ronin character that he does in the comics. Um, but those and Ant-Man, it would be interesting to see what happens there when it comes to that 50%. I bet it's that trio of fucking T.I. and, you know, Michael Pena... Like, you know, whatever, and Dennis Dolchemane or whatever, like those guys in Ant-Man, I bet they're all three the ones that get wiped out. Wait, what's happening? Ant-Man takes place uh, directly after Civil War and won't deal with that. I think Ant-Man's going to take place in between. Yeah, yeah, Ant-Man the Wasp is going to take place, like, kind of in a quantum realm while all this Infinity War shit's going on, and they'll come out of the quantum realm 
and the world has changed. According, That's my according to what I thought was an official Marvel release, I, I could be wrong, but it said it takes place immediately after Civil War and does not deal with the events of Infinity War at all. See, that's weird when you release but, a movie like six but months after. But just be clear, the quantum realm time does not move the same in the quantum realm as it does in the real world. Therefore, what is minutes or hours in the quantum realm could be months, on, years in, in, in the real world. I'll give, I'll give you a quantum realm right now. Shirts open, three buttons down. It's very open. It's very Ooh. nice. Um, very nice. Chest hair exposed. Yeah. You ever shave your chest completely? I do not shave my chest. This is hairy all the way down, baby. But have you ever shaved it completely shaved? Yeah, I don't want a little boy chest. No, you so you haven't shaved it completely down. I've done it in the past, but not in like the last 10 years. No, yeah, yeah I knew you've done it. It's confirmed. When you get like fucking six random nipple hairs, like you got to shave your chest. You got to keep that thing clean. Yeah, nipple mm. hairs are the ones you shave it for, really. Yeah, nipple it's, hair is no good. The problem think, is finding the I balance. Still, yeah, I'm growing, by the way, I'm growing in a Star Lord beard. Oh, fantastic! Second time. He is such. He is, Chris Pratt has such good facial hair. Really, I never, I never took Chris Pratt as like the best facial hair guy, but you know he pulls it off compared to the other ones. Who's the other ones? And the, all the other people with facial hair in the movie. I mean, I'm like Doctor oh, Strange even, and Tony Stark have like. On it. Don't don't even get me started on it right now. We'll come back to it later. All right. We're going to re-talk why? about Wait, wait, why can't you get started on that we're, right now? We're going to talk about facial hair in this in this movie. We're gonna I think know. someone should start Nolan on facial hair right now. Oh, don't get me started on facial hair because you know why? I, I think I know why. Because Denzel Washington gets me hard. Because Denzel Washington makes me hard every morning. Denzel Washington makes me hard every morning. That's not related. Wait, what is, wait, wait, what's happening? What is your thing on the facial hair in the movie? I'm going a little bit further ahead. Okay. Because the second biggest erection I got this film was when the subway was going by and they were yeah. figure in the background and then fucking Chris Evans stepped forward with that glorious fucking beard. My dick fucking just shot into my own throat and out the back of my head. You see the trailer though. Myself. You knew he had a beard. I did, but it wasn't the, the impact of that moment with the team losing and then him showing up. I was just like, oh, fuck yeah. Captain America's here. Oh, fuck my dick. Oh, shit. I was trying to keep it. That is jumping ahead. I was trying to keep it beard specific because beards is not on this list unless I'm. I've. I've it's been added recently. You uh, brought up facial hair. I brought up I facial brought hair up because when I saw Guardians two, I also tried to grow. All right. Well, then I have. Hair. I have a facial hair thing I have to say about. Oh Captain God. America. Okay. <laughs> is facial hair facial on the hair. agenda here today? It is down below to the very end of final tidbits. But um, Cap Captain America. Captain America's beard. Did anybody else feel like his beard fluctuated? Like from fake beard to real beard? I bought it no, as real the entire really. time. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, there is one shot where his hair is very clearly a toupee. See, for me with Captain America, there are a few moments where his mustache of his beard is blonde, but then in shots where like you can tell it's really Chris Evans' beard. Yeah. And those are wide shots usually where the mustache is blonde. In the close ups where it's really Chris Evans' beard, his mustache of his beard is brunette. Because it's a real mustache from his real hair color. And I think the blonde mustache is coming from a fake beard. Well, I need to see it that second time. So I didn't I notice this. any beard-related problems. But his beard it's looks It's a fine. lot in the third act. It's in the third act. His beard starts to fluctuate. See, but the, okay, all right. Let's just talk about beard. But, but I wasn't beard. sure if that's lighting or not. I don't know. I mean, I think it's all prosthetic on him. No, he rocks head. a beard 99% of the time he's not Captain America, though. Yeah, okay. I think it was just you, one of those times where, like, go ahead, rock your beard, because the next movie you're not. You die in the next movie. Um, yeah, well, we can get into that later. 
So, so just this, honestly, this whole spoiler cast, we should just keep saying we'll get into that later into certain things. Maybe just never touch upon them. Yeah, no, I'm starting to worry. Um, <laughs> I, I just wanted to, okay, real fast in terms of beards. Yeah. Evans has a great beard. He's had that beard as Chris Evans. Now he's had his Captain I America. think real Evans beard was great. I think fake Evans beard, if that was a real thing, was not great. I, I can't really tell shot All for shot. Which the, the, in the first appearance where he comes by the subway, is that is that a fake beard or is that real beard? Yeah, I, that was yeah I, was even, I was questioning even parts of those beards. He gets God, a rose he beard. so fucking good. You know who I did not like facial hair in the movie? I didn't like Falcon's uh, uh, facial hair. No, it was I, too... I didn't even notice Falcon's facial hair. What he had Falcon like a Fu Manchu that connected to sideburns. It was, it was a little over like Whatever that is when it's just the chin is exposed. I didn't even notice because he's the least of my concerns in an Avengers film. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, my eyes are all that's, on Falcon. That's called, <laughs> yeah, Nolan, that's called racism. Um, it's not racism. It's called characterism. His character sucks. I love Black Panther. Okay. Not racist. It's confirmed. Fair enough. Uh, in terms of facial hair, though, Chris Evans or, it has the same facial hair as Chris Hemsworth. Uh, uh, you know, the, there's the joke about, like, yeah, Thor saying, like, you're, 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 yeah, you copied my beard. They basically wait have the second. same beard. Wait, it's which uncropped. characters don't have facial hair? Yeah, well, that's true. Spider Man. Spider Man Vision. Vision. Hulk has kind of grown in, I guess, a little bit, actually. He has a Hulk has a five o'clock shadow yeah, always. He does, he yeah. does, he does. That's it. I think it's Spider-Man and Vision. Yeah. I mean, obviously, all, obviously do all women. Marvel characters have facial hair? How many characters are there? <laughs> well, Captain America's not supposed to. He just has it. Rhodey, Rhodey doesn't have facial hair, but I don't Terrence remember. Howard Rhodey, I think, did. He did. I, he had a mustache. He had a mustache. Yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, Bucky Barnes had Bucky Barnes had like a really deep like eight o'clock shadow. Yeah. Some people just have unkempt beers, but then like Dr. Strange. All right. And, and, and Tony both have like straight out of the comics looks a little too styled in real life. If you saw a dude like just walking around with, with the Tony Stark beard, you kind of laugh at him. It's, it's too much. Yes, But if it was Robert, well, yes. I would not but if, laugh. But if it's like with the richest man in the world who builds yes. weapons, you'd be exactly. like, you're fine. What about a doctor who does magic? <laughs> He's fine. It looked like it was pencil drawn on. Yeah. It looks fake. This, does Doctor Strange leave the house? Yeah, he goes and gets sandwiches. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he occasionally does surgeries from time to time, maybe. We don't know. No. Magic surgeries. Yeah. Uh, on Cox to make him magically engorged. Yeah, uh, he could use. Yeah, he could do that. Benedict Cumberbatch is the most stylized person in like the makeup department in these films. Dude, facial hair cast. <laughs> we can move on from facial I, hair. I, I literally <laughs> had three sentences to say. <laughs> Guys, I love seriously that we spent maybe 10 minutes on facial hair I right now. I had three sentences of facial hair to say. That's all. That was my entire facial hair rant. It was, I love it. It started from my chest hair. I think it's amazing. I practiced at Walmart. No, I knew I was going to bring it up at some point. Your chest hair was just the natural segue. Well, speaking of hair, I thought Thanos had some fucking incredible CGI. You could see the peach fuzz on his cheeks yeah. where he shaved. Like, you could actually see where too. he shaved. Yeah. And, like, and that was awesome. And then he had uh, the right amount of, like, arm hair. I, I was yeah. blown away by the way right. Thanos looks CGI. We're, we're in Thanos right now, so let's just talk about Thanos. Is he the we're best Marvel Thanos. villain? We're in Thanos. I'm deep inside Thanos right now. I think he's the best Marvel villain they've ever done. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and that's coming off of Killmonger, who was just two months ago. I yeah. didn't think Killmonger was even in the top five, but whatever. Killmonger um, and Loki, for me, were definitely top two, and Thanos just knocked him out of the water. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, Thanos blew me away. He was intimidating. He was smart. He was, like menacing and he was also like compassionate like and he you know he had the scene where, where Gamora dies if I'm skipping ahead which was like very uh I was sad it was emotional 
Yeah, I, f- I felt him actually being upset. I was like, oh, shit. Uh, Josh Brolin killed it. Yeah, he did. It was just such a nuanced performance. Like, I, he didn't like, go over the top at all. It was like just like pretty much there. Yeah, I think Josh Brolin should be nominated for an Academy Award. No way. Yeah, I think so. Like, like on levels of like Gollum, I had feelings of like Gollum of two, of, uh, two Towers. Like, it was like that. Like, I was like wow. blown away by Thanos. I was blown away, but I wouldn't say like best actor or like no. of the year. But. Okay, so uh, Heath Ledger won for the Joker. Um, yeah, that's a, that's and, a and that was because though. he died. I mean, that's the reason he got the award. He died. It was it was a sorry you're dead award. But um, he did get the best supporting actor uh, uh, Academy Award, and I think that one of the reasons he got it, other than he died, was when I was watching The Dark Knight in theaters and in IMAX. I I wanted as much Joker as possible. Like, anytime Joker was off camera, I was like, where's Joker? Can he get back on camera? Harvey may not know you well enough to understand when you're making fun of him, but I do. No, I'm in every word. Where's Joker? You know that day that you once told me about that... Where's Joker? Gotham no longer need Batman. It's where's close. Joker? Can he get back on camera? You can't ask me to wait for that. I want more Joker! Harvey is heavy. And I felt sure. the same way with this movie with Thanos. Whenever Thanos was not on camera, when I was following, let's face it, Captain America's story, you know, Vision, Scarlet Witch's storyline, and I should have been full on like, it's Captain America. Steve. I was like, where's Thanos? Can we get back to Thanos? Like, I really want to see what Thanos is up to right now. Like, I was fully entrenched in Thanos' story. I didn't want more Thanos, but I liked that what we got of Thanos was good. I did not want more Thanos. I could use more Thanos. I could add more Thanos too. I thought he, I thought he was amazing. The CGI was like top notch. It was like Snoke. It was uncanny. It was literally for the first time. It was uncanny because it was just like I am seeing a real giant purple fucking Titan walking around right now. Yeah, I guess I was unaware of how big he actually is. I mean, guys, I don't want to be jumping ahead or anything right now, but like um, when he was standing in Wakanda in the jungle. And the Avengers, like, saw him and, like, Captain America had to, like, go face off with him and shit. Like, he's just standing in that wide shot. Chris Evans. He was so fucking, like, menacing and huge and just, like, larger than life. And I don't mean, like, Bill Murray in an elephant. Bill Murray. How much is your salad bar? Four ninety five. No. I mean the entire salad bar. <laughs> to go, please. Larger than life. Like, I mean, just like truly larger than life and like a god. And I was just like, I, I was like, everyone's dead. Everyone's about to die who, who touches him. Like he, I honestly worried anybody that was in a scene with Thanos, I thought they were likely to die. I thought Thor could have yeah. died in the beginning. I thought Loki was for sure dead. I thought Heimdall was for sure dead. I thought Hulk could die. I, I, I thought uh, they were intentionally making it so that he was, he was kind of like using non-lethal techniques when he could have just killed people like he was compassionate yeah when he when he uses the reality stone to like chop uh drax into like a bunch of cubes and make straight out of the comics by the way except it was eros yeah but i i thought like oh god are they dead and then five seconds later they're okay uh and at the end when he's everybody's going at him he's just kind of swatting them away he's being non-lethal he doesn't seem like he wants to kill people outside of his 50 percent snap that's no, that, that that's his that's his end game yeah, it's you're absolutely right, Phil. He doesn't kill anybody that he unless he absolutely needs to. Loki tries to kill him and says undying, and Thanos is like, "You should have picked your words more, you know, more." Yeah, that more was because yeah, he was he and was then, too much of a threat. 
Right, and so he kills Loki. He kills Heimdall because Heimdall literally just sent Hulk off to Earth as a harbinger of Thanos. So, like, it, which is like Silver Surfer actually from the comics. Yeah. But um, that 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 whole thing, other than those two people, he let everyone else. Well, I guess they killed all the Asgardians. But no, only half of them. Next, the next person he kills is Gamora, <laughs> and the next person he kills after that is um. You're right. Only half of them is uh only Vision. Half of them. Yeah, the only inconsistency is the dwarfs well, that he occasionally yeah. killed all of them. We'll get to that later, Peter Perfectly Dinklage. Balanced. But he, he killed all the dwarfs, but that was off screen. I guess since we're talking about Thanos killing people, we might as well get into something else too about that. When Thanos stabbed Tony Stark, did you guys think Tony was dead? I thought he was dying. Yeah, I mean, and when, when he didn't, I, I felt like, well done, Marvel, because you didn't cheat, but you really made me think he was going to die. And he still probably totally. is going to die in the next one. It was it was Thanos' speech before then was one of the best speeches they've done in a movie. Like yes. when I'm done, I hope they remember you. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, he's gonna yeah. fucking kill him right here. I hope they remember you. Thanos had great quotes, like he did. not just like great, like I can text somebody this and it's funny, like really good writing, good quotes. Dread it, run from it. That's the opening. Yeah, that, was, that one's that amazing. That was in the trailer, and that was, that was the first line he says. In time, you will know what it's like to lose. To feel so desperately that you're right, yet to fail all the same. Dread it. Run from it. Destiny still arrives. He was just good, man. Every time he was on screen, like, yeah, he was like the Joker. I, I wanted to see him more. Every time he came on screen, I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. When um, Thanos uh, punches Captain America the second time, and I, or maybe it's the first time. I, I know it, the first time he altercates with him, he just throws Captain to the side. But the second time he altercates with him and Captain catches the glove and then Thanos just that was punches awesome. him. That was Did you think awesome. he broke maybe Captain America's neck right then with that punch and killed him? No. No. I see, knew something was That's up. what happens in the comics. Oh really? That, that is so. That second, at that moment, I I was like, <gasps> they may have just killed Cap. No, I, I didn't think that. I don't think Cap's dying anytime soon. Yeah, no. Back to Tony Stark. They set him up like, oh, I want to settle down. I want to get married. So when they came to him, I was like, oh, they might be killing him. Like, oh yeah. Right. Set up something. Yes. Captain kind of just came in, and I was like, he hasn't had enough screen time or a story arc in this film. They're not going to kill him here. It doesn't make sense. See, so you were watching this, like watching it like it was a, um, a Game of Thrones episode. Like, uh-oh, who are we paying attention to? Because they're probably gone by the sure, end of the probably. episode. Sure, probably. Like, Cap just kind of moving through this picture as not like the central character. So it's Interesting. Like, they can't kill him this. It wouldn't make sense. No. Well, if he had more screen time, yeah, it would make more sense. And if they set it up for that. But you're right. They did set Tony up to die, especially with the whole, like, let's get married and have a boy, Morgan Stark, which is like Tony's cousin in the comics or some shit. And he says goodbye to Pepper on the um, spaceship. And, and that was and he like, also says he's, he's like, Spider-Man, what are you doing here? This is a one way. This is a one way ticket. Yeah, I got it. Re I'm retiring tomorrow. Two days to retirement. He loses basically everything because like that was really heartbreaking. He loses like he says goodbye to Pepper and he's like, like he knows that he's on that fucking ship and that he's not getting he's not coming back to Earth, which I he, I still don't think he is. I, 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 How does he come back to Earth based on where we are in the film now? So let's just jump ahead. Tony's on fucking Titan with Nebula. They have a mining ship from fucking nowhere. That's it. No, the Guardians wait, wait, of the Galaxy no, no, landed yeah, their the ship. Guardians of the Galaxy ship is on the planet. He's going to fly that out. Yeah. Oh, Milano. The Milano's on the planet park somewhere. We don't know what happened to that ship. It's still there. The Milano. Yeah, we never saw the Milano get destroyed. Anything you didn't see die, 
you have to assume is alive. Yeah. And anything you did not see destroyed, you have to assume is not destroyed. That is truly the way the movie set the stakes up for me, at least. Yeah, Tony, Tony will – he may not come back to Earth, though. He might go straight to wherever Thanos I is think, I think Tony is going to go with Nebula to go to Eitri and um, – and try to get a new Infinity Gauntlet is my best guess, considering that Thanos ruined the Infinity Gauntlet when he snapped his fingers. What's Eitri? That's the dwarf. That's Peter Dinklage. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking of the place, which is like Niven DL. Yeah, it's like Neville Dime or some it's shit like very that. Di- yeah. A lot of a couple, couple diff- difficult to pronounce places in, in the movie. But speaking of Eitri, that is the end game for Thor's storyline, right? Before he becomes Deus Ex Thor Machina at the end of the film, which was like <laughs> Thor can do anything in the huh? fucking world and save the day and, and just ride out the fucking the whole third act as the fucking best thing in the world. Guys, 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 we just got to it. My third and final boner is when at the end of the battle, you think all hope's lost and Thor comes in with a lightning bolt and lands down there in the middle of the battle. That for me was a fucking huge raising dick. It felt like I was a child again, being like, "Oh, Thor's here!" That was yeah. my favorite moment in the movie. Yes, yes, yes. I'm clapping my dick off with teenage Groot and Rocket with him. That didn't matter so much. It's just like that was my favorite moment in the movie because at that point I was legitimately, um, I guess I was judging time wrong. I thought the movie was way closer to its ending, and legitimately thought that Thor getting his hammer might be something that is answered in part four or part two depending on how you look at it. I, I did not know that that would be, that he would show up on Wakanda, in Wakanda immediately with the, the, the axe and just immediately win. Because he immediately defeats everybody yeah. pretty much. Everything he touches, he destroys. I have one problem. I only have one nitpick when I was watching the movie thinking is like, so, Bally, you mentioned earlier, all the Avengers are staring down Thanos there in the jungle. Where was Thor mm-hmm. for that five minutes? Yes, I was pissed off watching the film the second time back, especially, I was like, why is Thor not helping at all? Captain America calls out everyone rally on my position to protect Vision. I think Thor's just like flying around taking out Black Order, like yeah. fucking is he just like outrider ships. Is that like, what I think he's just taking out the whole battlefield still. But he shouldn't have been. He's the biggest gun. He should have been protecting the most important thing. He should have been on the football. He literally should have been next to Vision. Yeah, he comes out of nowhere and he delivers the kill shot, but like where late, was he? Late. Yeah, way late. Where was he for five minutes? He should have delivered that kill shot before yeah. uh, Thanos had the opportunity to use the time stone. Only time watching the movie, I was just like, where's Thor right now? Everyone's dying. Like, Thor, where are you? The last shot was you, like, flying into a cloud of smoke, like, killing everybody. Yeah. Yeah, figured that's what he was still doing. I guess. Maybe he but needs to still- recharge. recharge. He does not need to recharge. So you're saying, Thor, like, you can't come so fast. He has to take a little bit of a recharge. Like, he came, he came in, and he came. He needs like five seconds to like recharge and get that like ejaculate. We don't know that he needed to recharge. I kind of liked how uh, with Thor that he does get the Stormbreaker because once again, I feel like we're closer and closer to finally getting Beta Ray Bill. We almost had him in Thor Ragnarok. What the fuck is that? And Stormbreaker is Beta Ray Bill's uh, Mjolnir. Who? What? What the fuck are you talking about? What name did you just say? He says Beta Ray Bill. It's, It's a character that deals with Thor occasionally. He's like he's he's a, he he will be the next Thor character when Thor franchise is over and Chris Hemsworth is like I'm done. 
I'm bigger than this. Stingray Bill? Be- Beta Ray Bill, which will be a CGI character that they'll just cast like a really cheap voice for, will be the next Thor for like the next trilogy. Noah does what not know as much about comic books as I thought he did. This is interesting. Bangaray Bill? Yeah. Beta Ray Bill. Beta Ray. Beta, beta Ray? I gotta Google Bang this. Bangarang no, Bill. No, he's confusing you now. It's Beta Ray. This is the gayest character I've ever seen. If they do this, I'm out. He's a horse. Dude, they've already is done he- weirder shit than that. <laughs> Yeah, they did a rocket, raccoon, and a Groot tree. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. But it's just, 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 this goes against everything I stand for a fucking dinosaur horseman in Thor's costume. At least it's not a man bat. It's not a man bat. Yeah, if you do a man bat, I'm out immediately before you even like roll the opening credits. I would love to see you spend $22 to go see like the next Batman film in IMAX. And then it's like the very first scene is man bat attacking out. Bat- and, and out. watch and watch you just walk up like four rows in front of me and just like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. And then just get out. I would I'm have man bat as the opening sequence of if I was had the power to make a, a Batman movie, it would be like, oh, he's fighting man bat at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Set you, stakes. You yeah. guys love men. Only uh, men lovers would want to see that. Well, speaking of good shit, um, Iron Man. Yeah, Iron Man's I good. I am Iron Man. Iron Man, he uh, has a great storyline. Team Iron Man in this movie is fucking awesome. You start off with uh, Iron Man with Pepper, as you were saying. It's like as clear as day as Lethal Weapon like storyline as possible with Iron Man. It's like, you know, fucking two days of retirement. Yeah. He's got his boat already lined up. He's going to go sailing with his wife, Pepper. You know, all that shit. Or fiance. And He's got his rookie Spider-Man. He's like, do you get protection? Spider-Man's like, what, condoms? He's like, no, bulletproof vest, idiot. Dude, totally. It's totally <laughs> rookie cop Spider-Man. This is totally Lethal Weapon 3. I'm going with you. No, uh, how old are you? 22 today. 22 today. Come on. Are you going protection? Oh, right here in my wallet. You fucking get protection. Get dumb. Oh, all right. Should we yeah. take him, Raj? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but you keep your head down. Anything okay, rash yeah. happens, keep your head down. Stay okay. behind me. Okay. Come on, let's go. No! Avengers Infinity War might be all the lethal weapons combined. You're, well, Iron Man is basically a lethal weapon. Iron Man 3 is basically a lethal weapon movie, so. Yeah, it's Shane Black. Yeah. You're right. It is. Fuck it's yeah. a buddy okay. cop movie by the end of that movie. So it, the influence is in there. You know what? I think Cool Boy Nation must be proud right now because they're not going to any other spoiler cast and getting the range of facial hair conversations and fucking lethal weapon talk and their fucking Avengers Infinity War spoiler casts. You guys are going to the wrong spoiler cast. Yeah. And and the fact that we've been right for so long, we were like so, right with all of our information so 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 long ago. So you should really be listening to us if you aren't listening to us. Idiots. Idiots. You fucking idiots. <laughs> Listen to me, you son of a bitch. Did you miss out on on? Because <clears throat> that it's, it's I didn't even notice until the second time I saw it that after he says goodbye to Pepper Potts, uh, Pepper uh, Friday goes. I'm going to you know. She, so she, she yeah. I caught that the second time. I didn't. Too. I didn't notice it the first time because he never he never talks to her again. So I guess she's Wi-Fi based. She's like Alexa. Um, because oh, like I don't she, know about Wi-Fi, but she's Earthbound for yeah, sure. Yeah, she's not. She's not like run off a processor in his head. Like I'm sure she works in orbit, but once you get out of orbit. She's gone. I like Friday. Oh, top of the morning to you, Iron Man. Friday. Sokovia's going for a ride. I guess she's really Irish in real life. Oh, top of the morning to you, Iron Man. Yes. Oh, my shit. I liked Iron Man's story. And it was crazy that he had to, like, immediately interact with, like, I mean, like, I felt like the film started you off with this whole, like, you know, she moves, she moves. Oh, baby. Yeah, she she grooves. She grooves. You know, whatever. 
Like, I felt like the hell the movie started, but then... What's happening? It, it goes to the Avengers Infinity War opening title, which is similar to the one from Age of Ultron and the first of the Avengers film. Yeah. And then you go to Tony running alongside the river, and it's like the only breath of fresh air in the whole movie before Tony gets taken, and he has to go deal with Doctor Strange, who saw a fucking Hulk. And then, like... Black Order shows up. Who is it? It's uh, Ebony Maw and Cole Obsidian. And I, I felt like the Black Order in general was like shit. I thought it was like the weakest part of the whole thing. Oh, really? Oh, I liked really? him. I liked him. Uh, See, I liked Ebony Maw a lot, but Corvus Clave is the leader. He's the Leonardo. We didn't get, I didn't get that from the movie. No, Proximate Midnight fine. is practically just a tool to be used and killed. And Cole Obsidian, who's actually Black Dwarf in the comics, he's fucking nothing like i don't even recall how he gets out of new names. york i don't know all their names i know well like approximately that all right so really ebony ma is it, the one that like says all the scripture type shit and, and like name? takes dr strange ebony ma oh, i liked him a lot he's the only he one was great. character cole obsidian is the hulk one corvus clave is the dude who's like chink chink like a grim reaper oh, and proximate midnight is the woman yeah, yeah okay the woman I, the woman and the scary guy i thought were okay but the 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 little tiny guy that Ebony Strange was like the best. He's the and best. The guy I just saw was like the muscle. I thought the whole group as a whole was very intimidating. Whenever they were on screen, I was like, "Oh, here we go. Shit's about to go down." I had I had pretty big issues with Proxima Midnight being. Uh, she was CGI, honestly, as bad as Steppenwolf. Uh, I thought that. Oh, was, I liked her. I thought she looked good. I, I she, her character's fine. That's Carrie Coon, by the way, from from Gone yeah. Girl and in uh, the Leftovers. She's, she was I, not I, as bad as Steppenwolf. I like no, no, no. That's mean her she's CGI. not as bad as Steppenwolf. Just her CGI. She's definitely not. Just her CGI. She might have been the most notable CGI. In the movie, I actually thought the Ebony Maw was like makeup. Dude, Ebony Maw looked dead on real. They they yeah. could have just put makeup on Gary Coon and they would have been fine. But that, that yeah, CGI I don't know why was that bad. Girl had to be CGI. They they I think they just did it because here's the reason why I think they do a, a okay. Marvel does a lot of CGI where they don't need to. So for instance, Civil War, almost all of Black Panther's costumes, Civil War is fully CGI. Yeah, yeah, it's stupid. It's they replaced it right. The official phrasing is CGI enhanced. Um, I my guess is that they shot the entire Black Order team as uh, motion capture, so they could play with costume design and character design as they des, des, like developed the renders sure. and be like, oh, maybe you know I don't really like her with her vagina so exposed. Can you cover that up? And then <laughs> you know things like that makes sense. No, that's the logical thing to do to save money. And don't hire a costume design artist, you know, and don't have a mistake like he did with the Avengers where everyone's wearing fucking, like, latex. We had a huge problem because the costume designer was French. Too much nipples. No, I'm talking about uh, Michael Bay's commentary from Armageddon. That was a, a deep cut for Cool Boy Nation. Hey, dude, by the way, you have to send me the um, Armageddon commentary because I don't have that. I, I tried looking up the Ben Affleck shit you mentioned last time, and I don't have it. You got my D. It's a special edition. I'm going to run this. Right now, real fast. Wait, I don't need to see it, but I just need the audio sometimes. So he I can ran get... away so quickly and weirdly. Like, his feet only moved, like, two inches apart. Like, did you see that? It was a weird I, run. Actually, I was looking even closer than you were. If you look closer next time, Nolan, he barely touches the floor. He's so light on his feet. Yeah, look He's at just, that. Like, look at that. It's like, kind of close. It's like, It's only yeah. available <laughs> on the Criterion collection of the DVD. Look how, look how, fu look how fucking... It's like six discs. Out of control. No need for that for Armageddon. That's, that's insane. And like, look, there's no need for Armageddon to have that many discs. Look, look, at, the, look at the fucking cover. It's just the Armageddon Armag is a two-disc DVD at most. That's all you need on the cover, though. That's all you need on the cover, and I'm hooked. I'm there. Charlton Heston, that's immediately what I think. Yeah. And then so Team Iron Man ended up being just <laughs> Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, and Iron Man going into space. They take out Ebony Maw with an Aliens reference. Hey! 
<laughs> no, yeah. guys, I don't think it's aliens. It's more of an alien resurrection reference, right? No, it was aliens. No, dude, he <clears throat> blows a hole in the spaceship. That's alien resurrection. Yeah. Oh, I guess. And they, it shoots out like everyone's all like it's an aliens reference. And I'm like, I think it's more of an alien resurrection. Reference. I think it was more of just a reference of like things fly out in space, open an airlock. I'm going to spoil uh, alien the first film aliens with where the you, but it also air dies with a blowing alien out of the airlock. They kind of do that a lot in those movies. That's how you get all rid of them, alien, man. You always get rid of the alien airlock. The airlock is only not used in Alien 3. That's because they're not in space. <laughs> Use That's molten it. lava. Yeah. It's a different kind of airlock. Yeah, and, and in oh. Aliens versus That's a Predator, joke. they they drown it in the ocean. Don't remember that movie. Don't want to. It's not that bad. That's a different kind of airlock. The ocean. That's is that another a Paul physics w. joke. W.S. Anderson film. Yes, it is. <laughs> I don't watch those twice. So, Iron Man, Doctor Strange, and Spider Man end up going to Titan. I liked I like Doctor Strange. A lot. I like that. Uh, Bene- Bene- I like Doctor Strange in Avengers Infinity War a lot. Yeah. I, I, okay. I, I like that Benedict Cumberbatch, he's clearly playing, or Cabbage Patch, he's clearly playing <laughs> Dr. House. That, that was mean. <laughs> no, you used that joke before, so I just wanted no, to No, I fucked it. it up, actually. I said Cumberbatch, and then I said I had to correct it. He's he's playing you, Laurie. Playing I, I don't know if either of you watched House, but he's playing I he's did. playing Greg House like very clearly. I hate House. I like House, and I like his, his speech pattern is exactly you, Laurie's, and, and it's it's like he carried over into this movie. And uh, yeah. seeing him with Tony Stark was good. This is the first time awesome. You've seen, it was awesome. This is the first time you've seen like two the two arrogant characters from Marvel interact. So they they had to be assholes to each other. And they paired Tony up with arrogance again later with Star Lord. Oh, yeah. I mean, they practically were like Tony. We're going to give you all the arrogant characters. Yeah, pretty much. Like in one in one foul swoop and. Just watching Avengers Infinity War, Tony and Doctor Strange's relationship is so antagonistic. And then the way they kind of even end it, like like with Tony being like, I, I saved him because it's a professional courtesy. Or like Doctor Strange like giving up the uh, time stone. And then Tony being like, why'd you fucking do that? And he's like, it's the only way. Which he's referring to uh, the 15 million ways that he saw the, the uh, all yep. the all the yep. situations play out. Yep. Only one yep. worked. I think that one yep. work is like, let Thanos get all the stones. Yep. Because well, in the, the comics, I, I thought it was keep Tony alive. That Tony's. Important. I think it's the let's Thanos get all the stones because in the comics, so Thanos, Thanos, Thanos gets all the stones in a comic series called Thanos Quest, and he gets Not them all Gauntlet. in one. All no, no, in Thanos Quest, Thanos gets all the stones and he just puts it on the glove, and there's no specialness to the glove at all. Hmm. And then you get like several issues of Silver Surfer, about Silver Surfer trying to warn people and like. Talk to Galacticus and then also going to Earth to 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 actually warn Earth. And then the Infinity Gauntlet story starts. And at Infinity Gauntlet story starts, Thanos has already had all six gems all on the glove. He's just chilling. He's thinking about shit. He's pondering. He's trying things out. He's doing some things here and there, but he's not actually doing anything. It's a really weird, slow, anticlimactic story. Two issues in to the six issues of Infinity Gauntlet. He does a snap. It's two snaps up. <laughs> that happens at the end of this well, film. Well, he does it to impress Lady Death. It's it's a little more complicated. He do- Well, yeah, because he spends several issues of Silver Surfer 
trying to impress Lady Death, and then also he, he does, spend the, does spend the first two issues of Infinity Gauntlet yeah. trying to impress Lady Death. She's like, you're He's, inferior to me, so I won't fuck you. Two issues in or whatever it is, he does a snap, right? Yep. And then four issues in, he loses the gauntlet to Nebula. Nebula has it five oh, and six. Really? She takes it? She gets it five and six. I think that they're, what they're trying to spin with this movie is Thanos, when he somehow the time stone it had a spell on it that when it was used and he does a snap, that it fucking corrupts the gauntlet. I think he needs to go get a new gauntlet. I think that's where Thanos is going to meet Iron Man and Nebula again when they go to the gauntlet as well. I think Thor 2 will go back. I, I, they're definitely going to reverse just the snap. Two snaps and a rewind. Tell us and go back to time to, to do that. I hope that they at least keep it so that everybody knows they were dead for a while and that, like, has huge ramifications for it. But uh, they're, they're definitely undoing... Everyone who died turning into dust is coming back. Uh, yes, you know that. for sure, for sure. Yes, I mean, absolutely. There's another Black Panther and Spider movie or Spider Man movie already contracted, so it's so like, wait, that's happening. then okay, so then wait, then who is dead for sure in this movie? That's a good like, question. Who died in this movie and is like not coming back? I say Gamora is dead for sure. No, nope. I say Loki's dead for sure. Yes. Heimdall's dead for sure, and yep. Vision might be dead for sure. I, Heim, I, Heimdall I and Loki are the only ones dead. that are for sure for me too. too. Um, I think they're gonna undo the snap. We're gonna have to give this one two snaps up in a circle. Only in Infinity War four, but I do think that resurrecting Gamora in some part will be no. Gamora's dead. I think. Volume. Well, see, isn't the thing that she's her soul is trapped inside the heart stone? Her soul stone. No, no soul yeah, stone. Soul I, I, soul. I think. I think she's still around. So okay, in the comics, Gamora is found in the Infinity Gauntlet storyline, literally already living and residing in the soul stone that yeah. that's in the comics that's how you find i was her. aware of that yeah so i think gamora's dead but i do think all of those people who were whisked away into ash or leaves or whatever the fuck it was yeah, yeah. i think they um are in the soul stone let me interject real quick guys so yeah we knew we knew some of these characters already had movies coming but like who got you who got you when they were whisking away who surprised you the most? Black Panther. Oh, really? Yeah. So when no, I yeah, thought when he was grabbing at Okoye and he's like, and he's literally like, General, General, get up. I thought, oh, Okoye's about to go. And then his hand started to dissolve. And you see her face. And then you see and then you cut over and it's Black Panther turning into leaves, dust, and dirt. It's dust. I was like, what the fuck? That's uh, when I knew that they were reversing it. Until, That's when I knew they were reversing it too, but yeah. that was still the what the fuck for me. That, that me too, because I was like, oh, 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 this is they're they're not going to stop this. This is going to happen, and they're going to have to undo it. And that's what yes. Doctor Strange was talking. Exactly. About. It made me more excited about the storyline going forward. I thought Doctor Strange was an asshole until I saw Black Panther die, and that's when I was like, oh, okay, that's what he was talking about. Like, we have to lose and then win. Um, although they. I mean, this is another topic, but the, I don't know if we're, it's on our, our list, but they never do like vilify or say like he was right all along for Peter Quill. Star-Lord just fucks up. He did. He fucked up. He totally did. But before that, um, getting back to like people when they died and and went away, maybe Soul Stone or the hereafter or whatever. Um, the last one for me, the first time I saw it was Black Panther Noli, but the second time for me was Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. And I actually made... 
a audible noise in the theater of something along the lines of like, uh, when I saw Spider-Man go, because I kind just, of like Alicia Silverstone and Batman and Robin. Uh, exactly uh, like that. Uh, the first time it wasn't that effective to me because I would think I was kind of shocked by everybody. Yeah. But when I now. saw Spider-Man go the second time, I was like, wow, that's fucking hardcore that like Peter Parker's dying right now in front of Iron Man, the way they have set the characters. Regardless, I know that the Spider-Man 2, Homecoming 2, yeah, is coming out back. next after Avengers 4. It still fucking rocked me to see a Peter Parker, a child, die in front of his mentor. And and I really was like... kind of That's like, everything for the next one, too. I think he's going to be fucking pissed off. Iron Man's going to go into the next one like with a very different view, and yeah. view on life. And he's going to... He's going to go to change things, and if he has to die, he's going to die. He's on a, yeah. he's on a fucking one-way mission to fucking end this. And save Peter, maybe. There's a line in Homecoming where, where Tony says, uh, like, the reason why he's telling Spider-Man to not do, like, really serious shit is, like, because if you die, it's on me. None of this would have happened if you had just listened to me. <laughs> if you even cared, you'd actually be here. I did listen, kid. Who do you think called the FBI, huh? Do you know that I was the only one who believed in you? Everyone else said I was crazy to recruit a 14-year-old kid. A 15. No, this is where you zip it, all right? The adult is talking. What if somebody had died tonight? Different story, right? Because that's on you. And if you died, I feel like that's on me. So, like, that line was... I, I didn't... I, I revisited that before the, the second time I saw Infinity War. I was like, okay, so that's... That, hit, that being in front of him is, like, that's what's going to be his big motivation. And what a good call felt to revisit that one too before Civil War without or not Civil War, uh, Infinity War. Because you had no idea Spider Man was gonna die in front of, of, of Tony Stark that way. And yeah. and to see their relationship grow stronger and stronger in Spider Man Homecoming, that's that must have been I, so I, crazy I prepared you said you prepared with Age of Ultron and the First Avengers. I actually prepared with uh, Homecoming and Ragnarok. I thought those were the two and and, and Black Panther. And the other thing about um uh, Spider-Man dying was that Tom Holland actually improved that entire death. I read. Yeah, he's a good actor. They didn't. They didn't. No, he's. I, I, I actually, well. I love him as Spider-Man. I love him a lot. Um, he's my Peter Parker. Yeah, but uh, Star Lord also dying was kind of like, oh shit, they're killing him too. Like the guy who just like kind of fucked this up. Like they're killing him, so he doesn't have any like chance to like avenge this. No, you're right. Oh, I didn't think about that. He has no chance to redeem this. He has no chance to redeem it. But you know what? And people like complain that he like fucked this up, but that was so in line with his character. Like it was the Galaxy Two. Like when like he got pissed off, you killed my mom. And he just started shooting yeah. like, out of control. Yeah, you're That's right. What he would do. That's what he yeah. would do. You're, you're, you're totally right. He's a hothead and he has hot takes. And that's and he and, and he's a hot ass. And that and was his like, plan, and his plan fucking worked until he it did. did. That. And for I, I, I love that. He, he, at one point, he like stopped. He goes, and from you know, and just want to point out it was my plan. Um, yeah, I love even I love Chris Pratt's uh, uh, portrayal of Star Lord in this whole film. I thought it was dead on. I, I felt like it never felt forced. Like sometimes it did in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Yeah, uh, which I liked. But it felt I like his character of Star-Lord was a little bit it's forced there. He had moments here where he's talking about grenades over his dick and he didn't want to blow his junk off. He called yeah. them the, the, the grenades that blow your junk off type of grenades. But Dialogue written by James Gunn. Yeah. Di uh, James Gunn wrote the uh, dialogue for most of the Guardians of the Galaxy scenes. Mm -hmm. And I thought huh. the Guardians of the Galaxy were handled so well that it felt like I was watching. Half of the movie felt like a Guardians of the Galaxy film and the other half of the film felt like an Avengers film. But my favorite thing was Star-Lord at the very end of the movie – it's when Thanos teleports away from Titan to Earth, to Wakanda. Star-Lord says, 
did we just lose? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. I was fucking like, that's such a great fucking line. Like right there at the end of a movie of a comic book movie and a part one of a part two. Just that was amazing. Like, did we just lose? Is it Sorrow who says that? Yeah, he says yeah, he that. Because he fucked it. up. He fucked it up. Yeah. He fucked up. He does. He, he fucked does. up, but it was totally in line with his character and it made sense. Yeah, he's it the up me. He's the up him. I guess. Up him is coward. But he's also the uh what's what's his name? What's Tom Hanks' name in the movie? Captain Miller. Yeah, he's also Miller. Yeah, he is. Upham up fails because of cowardice, though. Star Lord's not uh, afraid, at least. Yeah, Star Lord's not a coward. No, dude, that guy's <laughs> what a, a fucking whip. bull. What a whip! <laughs> what a whip! <laughs> what a whip! <laughs> Replay audio from folks' experience at Saving Private Ryan. No, those Corys. Those Corys. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, they hated Upham. They thought Upham was a big wimp. What they and do? Like this fucking pussy he can't even climb some stairs. I think it was when he get when he has those uh, when he's got all those uh, <laughs> that that magazine put around his neck and he goes, "Ouch!" And they go, "What a wimp!" Fucked <laughs> <laughs> yeah. up beyond all recognition, right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I turned to him and said, excuse me, war is hell. No, I didn't say that. Other than Team Iron Man, there, of course, war-wise, there was Team Captain America. Right. You're, like you're having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> so, Team Captain America meets the Black Order in Scotland because they're protecting Vision and Scarlet Witch. They go to HQ and they meet up with the Hulk. I'm not gonna say anything for the next 20 minutes. It's Black Widow, Falcon. That Vision, was dumb, Scarlet. by the way. That like we're like they're in Scotland. They're like, let's go home. That's what Captain America says. They fly to upstate New York, which is, I believe, where the Avengers facility is. Then they say, Well, we need to get out of here. So let's go to Wakanda, which is in Africa. So don't go to Scotland to go to upstate New York and then immediately go back to Africa. You don't understand what it's like to fly private. I guess. No, I don't. Events. Oh, he flew. I don't remember them going back to New York. They do that. Yeah, they go back to the Avengers facility, uh, and, oh. and that's where they meet General Thunderbolt Ross as a hologram. And hologram form. Hologram. He says, I, oh, "I'm so mad, Captain America." Hologram. I went to the bathroom at this point. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Hologram. Holograms. Holograms. I'm in the bathroom here. I'm, I'm living my life. I'm taking a huge piss. I don't remember Thundergram, Thunderbolt Ross. You missing Ash. out, son of a bitch. Teddy Hologram. Teddy grams are delicious. Um, you, 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 what you're, yeah, what you're missing Nolan, out on. Nolan, by the Ash. way, I thought you said you were going to shut up while we were talking about Captain America. So why don't you just shut up over Cap there in your corner? Captain Johnny, shows up. Johnny, cut off Noli's mic. <laughs> Captain America shows up very dramatically. Time his interest to a train. Look terrible. For no reason. What? It's terrible. Yeah, terrible. I guess, I guess you think he looks terrible. I thought the intro was. No, like, literally, the only part of this movie I did not like was like when Captain America showed up. Oh, really? Oh, I love that part. That was my favorite no, part. No, it's like literally the only part of the movie I was just like, I'm not feeling it. I no, hate Chris my, Evans, my but I love like, Captain my America. My dick was like 14 years old. Nolan. Johnny, I thought I said cut off his mic. Something <laughs> <Stop doing> about that. <laughs> Are you being facetious? Are you, you really hated that scene? I, I, don't, I mean, no, it's not like I hate Chris Evans. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. I don't mean hated it, but it was, it was my least favorite part of the movie. Yeah. 
Okay, so was, after... It was such an 80s, like, intro, like, oh, camera pans over, there's a hero here, let's do it. Okay. Not just a hero, but a hero in between subway cars going by real fast. Oh, yeah, so good. Captain so America, good. Black Falcon, and Black... Or, no, Black Falcon. Falcon. <laughs> I love Black Falcon. Captain America, character. Falcon, and Black Widow show up. Hi, I'm Black Falcon Falk. <laughs> show, show up, defeat the, the two Thanos minions. We've talked and plenty about these minions. Come on. They defeat the minions, and then they get on the fucking Quinjet, and Captain, they say, where to Cap? He says, let's go home. And then they fly back to upstate New York, and that's when you go to the bathroom? Yes. Okay. So they arrive in New York. Uh, I don't think Iron Man was there. I saw some ass kicking. I'm good. Iron Patriot or War Machine, Rhodey, is there talking to General Thunberg. Yeah, Don Sheetle showed up and started talking. I just tuned out and said, I'm going to go piss. Yeah, that's a good time to piss, actually. Oh, that's crazy. Okay, wait. So did you guys have any other pee breaks? I had some pee breaks. That's my only pee break. I pissed when uh, it first cuts to Gamora with uh, Thanos after he right after he took her. Piss breaks. I peed after Tony said, "You're you're an Avenger now, Spider Man." That was early. That's after your scene. So Gamora and Thanos go to Vormir. Yeah, and they're like laughing on a cliff, and and Gamora's like, "You can't. You have no one to love." Ha ha ha. And I was like, "Oh, I gotta go pee right then." So I went and peed, and like, and then when I came back. Yeah, and when it came back, I didn't know what happened. I just like I guess Thanos and Gamora figured it out. And then oh the other time God. I peed was God, that is the um, worst time Thor. Thor threw Stormbreaker down at Thanos to like kill Thanos, and it goes into Thanos's chest, and 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 he's pushing it into Thanos. He says, "I was going to kill you." And then Thanos is about to say something like, "You should have aimed for my head," but I like went and peed instead. And <laughs> then right, I so I missed like the whole again. like ending in the movie. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, you know. You're doing too much, Ballard. Be Ballard. <laughs> I'll tell you what though, the fucking handicap stall at the IMAX that I went, it was fucking awesome. It was off the hook. Everybody was doing coke up there. Dicks were being sucked. It was fucking amazing. I was having the time of my life. I was just like, whoa! It was lights. It was colors. I had red, greens, blues, yellow lights. This is like a mirror. All the lights. It was insane. All the stars. All the lights. And I was just like, dick suck. Dick suck. Dick suck. Dick suck. Where's the coke? People were doing coke off my dick. I never had that before. It was crazy. That is the thing. Doing coke off. So I, I just kept going back to the bathroom. I also the credits were about to end, and that, and when the credits were about to end, that's when I went to the um, bathroom again. And then apparently, like there was like a Captain Marvel scene, but I was just getting dick sucked and cocaine on my dick. Dick sucked and cocaine on my dick. Just doing lines. I was doing rails and bumps off of fucking dicks. It was crazy. Handicap stall, IMAX theater, San Francisco. What up, son? He's probably getting, you're, you're probably gonna end up cutting all of that yourself. <laughs> you listen back yeah, to it, you're like, what was I doing? This is nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Do you understand? Okay, edit, I guess, obviously. Uh, um, no, I understand. How many everything. times I come across me doing that and I just go, cut. <laughs> I understand what was happening. I don't understand the purpose of it. <laughs> of what? Of, of whatever just happened. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it either. Because for a but second there, great. you were talking about actual bathroom breaks and we both gave real answers. Then you gave an answer that seemed real. <laughs> But then you I never took a bathroom it. break. I never took a bathroom break the first time I watched it. Good for you. You you you, you win the bladder award. I didn't want to win it, so I came up with a great story. Mm. That's a good story. 
and then Captain America, you know, he travels to Wakanda essentially to protect Vision. He meets up with Black Panther and Bucky. <laughs> did you guys did you guys like uh, Wakanda's entrance into the film? I thought yes. Wakanda felt great to see Wakanda yeah, when I heard again. The, when I heard the beat dropping, I was like, oh, here we go. Let the Love beat it. drop. Love it. Let the beat drop. I was excited to be back. And it's crazy how much they banked on Wakanda being popular in Black Panther to like set the whole finale of Infinity War at. Right, because so, this film was shot and filmed and done and wrapped all yeah. well before Black Panther we just saw even Black came Panther out Black Panther two or three months ago. Like, and yeah. Now we're back. Like That was yeah. huge, huge, huge fucking balls on Marvel to do that. They really yeah. thought that everyone would like the Black Panther but movie. Did, did anybody else feel Wakanda was regulated to like three sets? It was. It, it was the field. It was the. Uh, it was Shuri's lab. It was yeah. like the throne room, and then it was and like field, field yeah. and then yeah. forest. So I guess That's four it. sets. That's it. That's all we need to see. Yeah. Little little. Oh, and landing pad five. That's all CG. They don't build anything anymore. They yeah, built a little bit of they forest. Build- they built a little bit of grass, and they built a little bit of landing, and they built a little bit of throne, and they built a little bit of Shuri. A little bit. There's, that's a girl. Shuri's a room. She's very little. She's very little. She's a very little person. She's a Shuri person. is actually very tiny in it's the movie. She's human um, sized. And then, yeah, and so that's where they have the whole standoff. I thought that was... I, I liked the way they did Wakanda. I thought it was fun. I th- I'm happy to see Wakanda again. Um, and yeah. then the Guardians of the Galaxy, I actually liked the way they set them up a lot. I liked the way Thor interacted with them. I liked how Thor kind of... As soon as he came alive, I guess you could say... Yeah, that um, was great humor. I he was the, just playing of off it. of Chris Pratt so well. The Chris's were on yeah. full throttle right now. They are. Yeah. You know yeah. what, Felk? You said something during World, uh, Wonder Woman that was um, Chris Pine might become the most powerful Chris now. And and you're right yeah, at the time. He, but, man, Marvel no. just put all their Chris's into one movie. Only one ever took Pine. Hemsworth. Yep. That's Chris. Guys, 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 guys. <laughs> Guys, 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 guys. Uh oh. Quick question. Who would you rather? You have three holes on your body. Which Chris's fill which hole? Pratt's in my mouth. All right. Well, Pratt is definitely got my asshole because he's dirty as fuck. Oh, you guys are way different. Hemsworth is my ass. Um, uh, Hemsworth gets my vagina because he's Australian. <laughs> I was assuming we had vaginas, but we don't. <laughs> and, so then, it's our, and then it's our dick Evans hole. is all about my oral activity. Huh. All right, I'm a I'm a man, so I only have two <laughs> holes that are are, are big enough let's for sexual activity. Let's, 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 no, 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 no. I'm not. Women. You, I'm not going to make an ass out of you and me. No. <laughs> Pratt's Pratt's in my mouth. Pratt's in my mouth. Hemsworth's in my ass. Okay. Down under. I I don't really care. Actually, you know what? I don't want I don't want Evans involved. I do not like Chris Evans as a person. So I I, bring me pine and I'll dock with Whoa! Crossover. We can dock. Yeah. Huh. Hey, Wonder Woman is the like lifted Thor's hammer once. Like yeah. they do crossovers. They do. Wait, Felk, you said you said Chris, you said uh, Thor in your ass. Yeah, Chris yeah, Hemsworth's in my ass. I think he'd be nice and gentle. You're also, also down fun. under. Yeah, Pratt's in the mouth because he's the talker. You want to hear what he has to say? <laughs> Nolan, yeah, okay. Okay. Nolan, who gets you. your pussy? I watch I Passengers. It Nolan, wasn't who that gets your bad. pussy? I guess it's Chris Evans. You don't have a pussy. You're talking. <laughs> I with. guess I'm talking with Chris Evans. I don't want that at all. I love this question where I started out thinking we actually had three holes, but we only have two. <laughs> well, I assumed you yeah, meant pussy. You I don't know what. <laughs> yeah. 
always assume we're women, but no, no, no. I don't own a pussy. I can only. Um, did you guys like when uh, Gamora was kidnapped by Thanos and the way she was kind of tricked on in nowhere? Yes, I like that. I liked all of it. Kind of felt like a waste. And then uh, I liked how Nebula was being tortured because that was at least a callback to Infinity Gauntlet, where she's tortured like crazy in that uh, storyline as well. Um, even though she ends up getting the uh, Infinity Gauntlet, which I really wonder if, since she is alive, and she's one of the few, so she's literally part. the only other person on Titan with Robert Downey Jr.'s uh, uh, Tony Stark. I imagine her getting the Infinity Gauntlet is going to be some kind of power play in the next film. No, I think Captain Marvel's going to get it. You think Captain Marvel's going to come back from the 90s and just go straight to Infinity Gauntlet? Well, I think if she does, she's taking people with her. And I, I have to imagine Nebula and Tony are at least en route at some point in Avengers 4 to the Infinity Gauntlet mold that's on Neville the Dime or whatever the guys, fuck it was called. Guys, guys, guys. I have a confession to make because I always what? have confessions to make. Yeah, yeah. What is it? Okay. Tell me. No. Tell me, no. Does, does anyone care about Captain Marvel? Because I yeah, I do. Don't. I love I love Carol Danvers. No, I don't. I like Carol Danvers. Really, you love that character? I don't. I don't yeah. follow that character ever. Like, I don't want to see that. I don't care. No, I think she's super cool. No. Uh, she's like to me. It's it's she equates to the Hulk. I, I the ways I like Superman is the ways <laughs> I like Captain Marvel. Who it's true. Fucking likes Captain Marvel. I do. I don't never know. even heard of her until like two years ago. You know, okay. I'm with you, Nolan. I do not care about Captain Marvel. You know who I care even fucking less Nebula. about? Brie Larson. Yeah, me too. Fuck her. I don't care about her. Yeah. What has she done? No. She, she was but, like, nominated. Did she win like five five years ago? So when this movie comes out, it'll be six years after she fucking room. won anything? Like, no, she hasn't been in shit since. No one gives a fuck about Brie Larson. It sounds like a porn star name. <laughs> it is. Yeah, no, she's she's not she's not particularly pretty. Uh, not, and, like, uh, not like Noli. Yeah, I agree. Come on. Okay. I'm okay. Not add anything to this. Guys, guys, I think we should at least talk about a couple of these cameos. So, anybody pop <laughs> off to you? General Thunderbolt Ross, mm -hmm. the collector, Tobias Funke mm -hmm. as a Blue Man Group member. Nope. Etri, no. e Red School. Huh. Gay Aaron from The Walking Dead. Nick Fury, Maria Hill. Gay Aaron. <laughs> So yeah, so uh, Red Skull was no longer was played by Hugo Weaving. It was played by Gay Aaron from The Walking Dead. Well, he did a good job because I thought it was. I, I, and also Walking Dead films in Atlanta, which is where the studio is. So I'm guessing they just like. Can anyone here do a Hugo Weaving impersonation? He does great celebrity impressions in general. So was I'm spot on. I had no idea. It yeah, wasn't I, Hugo I thought it was Hugo until I looked it up. Nick Fury, I wish they gave uh, Samuel L. Jackson could say motherfucker there in the end credits because fuck hadn't been said. You could say it. Yeah, it's PG thirteen, but Marvel just will not say fuck. They just will not do it. You also can't. You can say fuck in a PG thirteen, but you can't say motherfucker. He could say no, motherfucker. Is that what though. it is? It's, it's mother motherfucker. I don't think so. It's the word mother with fuck. You don't uh, want those Bruce Willis said it in "Live Free or Die Hard." No, he says motherfucker. Barely says it. Yeah, he, he says mother. Says he gets it. he gets the f out. All right, well, a guys. Bit more. Guys, we Your gotta get into. We got guys. We've been delaying it. The whole time. This entire time, Kublai Nation has been waiting, been jerking off, slowly stroking with some oils, aloe vera, oh, or some it. fucking coconut oil, whatever you want. You've just been jerking, 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 stroking the nuts, 
squeezing them, pulling them a bit, rubbing your remote control on your nuts. Try that sometime. But guys, they've been just jerking off, working the tip, working the tip, whole shack, whole shack, whole shack, tip, tip. Why are you encouraging him? We'll get a feedback loop and be stuck here forever. Don't let me leave, Murph. Don't let me leave, Murph. Hey, Murph. Working the tip. Working the tip. Whole shaft. Whole shaft. Whole shaft. Tip. But guys, 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 the snap. I think this one still deserves the new and improved. Two snaps, a twist, and a kiss. <laughs> okay. The snap. Snap. God damn it. The snippity, snappity, zippity, zappity, zap, 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 This is a feedback. This is what I was did you guys come? Were you guys so sweaty and cummy when you heard the snap in theaters? I I, I was kind of I had to process it the first time I was seeing it because I, I did not know where they were going with that. You knew right away, Bella, what they were doing. Well, he's read the comics, so yeah, probably. Yes. He okay. Well, okay. For clarification, I've read Infinity Gauntlet and know that storyline. I and okay. some Silver Surfers and Thanos Quest and whatnot, and some Incredible Hulks and Cloak and Daggers and whatever that come after, but. <laughs> I don't know the storyline that's called Infinity, which is more recent, and that's where the Black Order comes from. I actually don't know that story. And that's where they also torture uh, Doctor Strange, like Ebony Mon, the movie does. He does that in the comics as well, apparently. I don't know that storyline. So the Black Order is not in the Infinity Gauntlet comic book? Not the series? one from Jim Starlin's Neither like, is 90s Neither a war series. of any kind. <laughs> yeah, it's no there's war. No, there's no the fighting, really. It's the nope. Infinity Gauntlet. Uh, yeah, I've read the synopsis, and it sounded pretty gay. Yeah. Well, the snap, is a, it, it happens, like I said, in issue two of Infinity Gauntlet. It's what yeah. sets off the storyline. It's the whole point. He snaps to kill point. everybody to, to prove to Lady Death that he is all-powerful. Right. It, the whole point of the snap is to start the narrative. It, in this movie, it's to end the narrative. Yeah. It's not, there's, this is pr pretty much original storylines for the most part. Just it is. They, it's things. a lot of picking and pulling from a lot of different stuff to make it work. It's original. It's an original adaptation. That's kind of what the Dark Knight in, in Batman Begins were, where he was just taking from, or in Rises, where Nolan was just taking, or Christopher Nolan was just yeah. taking from uh, uh, lots of sources to build. Batman Begins, Dar the Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, all three of them, absolutely. PVS does that too, but it's just terrible at it. I mean, absolutely terrible at it. <laughs> Uh, BVS takes a lot from the Dark Knight Returns, though. And, but also the death and rebirth of Superman. Like, why not th yeah. throw that in there? Man of Steel also takes a lot from Birthplace. Yeah, I know. But, but Man of Steel at least tells a focused story. Is it Birthplace or Birthright? Uh, birthright. Birthright. Uh, but this tells a pretty unique story, which is nice. I didn't know it was going to happen. And if you follow this story from Thanos' perspective... 
then um, it, the resolution exists. Like the arcs, the three acts exist yeah. as a normal three acts. Like Thanos gets his resolution by the end because of the snap. It's fa- it's fantastic. And then I would even go further to say um, that the last line of the film is Captain America laying on the ground, essentially touching the ashes and leaves and dirt of his old best friend, Bucky. And he's like, the very last line in the movie is, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, because he's realizing is what happened. that He that, that he has won. nothing. Captain America has nothing on this. He can't do anything. He cannot save the guy. And that was crazy to me when Bucky died because that was the first time I felt like, a character got hit hard. Like Black Panther was the first time I went, oh shit, they're hitting all of us and this is going to be fixed, but this is going to be it. But Bucky was like, hey, Captain, remember that guy that died back in your first film and then you've been essentially fighting for in all your other films since? He's just dead on a snap of a finger. Yeah. Let's fuck butts, Cap. Let's fuck butts. <laughs> <laughs> and then did you guys feel like it was a little bit of a cop-out that Hawkeye and Ant-Man were in this film at all? Uh, I don't know what they would have served. I don't know what they could have done to make it better or worse. Like, you know, if they're not in it, that's fine. I'm a little worried that the the uh, like Avengers 4 Untitled uh, will have Hawkeye playing a major role in making the world right again. And it's like, or maybe it could just not have Hawkeye in it. I don't, I don't He's really definitely care. in it. I've seen... Yeah, he's definitely in it. Uh, so Shots of him in it. Yeah, it's going to be weird. They've said that they're playing the long narrative with him and be patient. Yeah. I don't care. I think some of Hawkeye's family gets wiped out in that snap and he goes uh, fucking rogue. I would Ronin be shocked rogue. if 4 started with that, actually. If, if Avengers 4 started with Hawkeye being like, all right, time to sit down for dinner. And then his family just vanishes in front of him. And he, he ends Folk, up being like the man. You're on to something. I think that, that could happens. be it. Did anyone notice the first time watching this? Because I fucking did. That everyone left alive was the original cast. Yes, I noticed. Yes, it. I think that's a, a great redemption story. The guys who started it are going to fucking finish it and die. Probably and they pass die. It off. Yeah, in the process, and probably die. They're all die except for Thor. Thor will not die. Scarlet won't die either. Scarlet and Thor won't die. I could see Captain and Iron Man dying, and I could see even Hulk dying. No, Hulk doesn't die. They got more Hulk. Yeah, I don't know. Tony dies. That's all. They want to do they want to do more Thor movies and they want to do more Black Widow movies. The other guys, yeah. like that's what I see it too. Out. They're tapped out. Yeah, I, but I do see that Iron Man and Cap are done. I guess I don't know what Hulk Hulk. I don't know if Mark's done or not. I don't think I so. Thought, I thought Cap was dead, but when Cap walked onto the frame in this film, my erection was so fucking big. It was like bigger than the. You thought he was he came dead out of before. Civil War thinking Cap was dead. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Why do you think he Cap was dead? Or thinking Cap was like dead as a character to like the public? No, I didn't say that. <laughs> oh, what did you say then? He said I thought uh, Cap was dead, but then he came out behind the train. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm saying I could I could say I could think that you could say oh Cap is dead because his character is like not that great. But when I walk when I watched him walk out in this movie with his fucking beard and his like no one's saying this armor, by the way. Oh. I wanted to fuck him. No, so no. Bad. I think everybody likes Cap. I don't know anybody that hates him. I hate Chris Evans, but I like Captain America. I yeah. think his character is kind of. You, you could say his character's run his course, but like when I saw him today, I was like, "You haven't, Chris. Keep fucking us. Keep fucking us. Keep fucking me. <laughs> don't stop." Well, I like. I like. I really like how this movie ends in the end with uh, Cap 
getting down in a super car, super hardcore orgy in Wakanda with all the original Phase Oneers except Nebula and uh, Tony. But um, it was hard. The final shot is from inf- the way the Infinity Gauntlet ends, um, except it's uh, Thanos lost. He didn't win, and we see Thanos. He he is one. He rests and he finally watches the sunrise on a grateful universe. Is the line he says to Doctor Strange practically. And I thought that was a great way to end this this Empire Strikes Back of a fucking movie. And then credits roll, and of course we get the Easter egg. Felk, did you sit around for this Easter egg? I did. You did? Yes. Felk stayed for an after-credit Easter egg. Wow, that's the first time ever. Not yeah. just a mid-credit Easter egg, which you, which if I'm not mistaken, we Felk, didn't get one. We no. didn't you, get you, one. We didn't get one, and you usually stay for those. Yes, I did, and when I realized that wasn't happening then, I was like, all right, I guess I gotta stay the whole fucking time. We'll play Marvel. So then, Felk, what did you see at the end? I saw I saw uh, Maria Hill and David Hasselhoff. Oh, oh that sounds rough. I saw yeah, I saw the scene of Maria Hill and Nick Fury. <laughs> Nick Fury uses a pager. And what's the pager do? Space it pager. Sends a sends a page through space, I'm guessing. I don't know where Captain Marvel is. Yeah, is it time or space? I yeah, think I, I think Marvel it's space. I think she's her. far, far, far away. It was looking like a space pager. See, I couldn't tell if it was like a time traveling space pager as well i thought no i thought it was a second for my brain to register like oh that's a symbol from like those like bad tmz shots i've seen of captain marvel's chest yep which is pretty good tits on it but but not a good okay so when i saw the avengers back in 2012 um i was the friend who multiple bunch of my friends was like who is that purple guy and i was like dark side that's thanos and this time i'm walking away from the theater and i hear a, a daughter ask her her father Who's that daddy? And her father was like, I don't I don't know what that is. And I just look over and I went, Captain Marvel. And he just gives me this look like, fuck you for talking to my daughter yep. right now. Oh, yeah. Fuck you, dude. So the fuck I guess I'll keep are? my nerdum to myself. Okay, guys. Did you miss Joss? No, this not the at first all. Non-Joss Whedon. That's Joss weird. Whedon. I'm glad to have film. him gone, actually. I thought, especially in Ultron, his dialogue just got a little too, little too Whedon-y. I didn't miss him. No, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't think about him actually watching the movie. Yeah, I didn't miss him either. I just want to say, we, we all give it five out of five, which is yep. like the first time ever we've all agreed five out of five. That's This is monumental. Wait, do we, we all agree five out of five for this? Yeah, seriously? we've never said five out of five on yeah. any movie, all three of us, except for like an old obscure, like not obscure, but like Aliens or like T two Predator. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, like this is not the first obs- modern obscure. film we've given a five. This out is, of yeah, five. this is the first modern film we've all hit five out of five for, which is strange, right? Hey, high five, high five, yeah, high five. Let's get okay. We're on Skype. So, <laughs> watching this film halfway through, I already knew. That it was like amazing. Like I had no I'm just gonna be the one who breaks the magical yeah. realism that Ballard tries to establish constantly. Johnny, cut off Felk's mic. <laughs> I always try to keep that word in the same room. I knew when this. <laughs> I knew when this movie ended that I loved it and that I wanted to see it again and that it was a five out of five for me. Like it didn't take me even minutes to resonate that like this was a great film. Like when it ended, I was like, I love this. I'm going tomorrow. And you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> So, Ballard, when the movie ended, did you immediately think five out of five? I can't wait to talk to the cool boys about this. Yes. Yeah, I, mean, I had to wait four days. Yeah. I was worried that you guys hated it for some reason. So I was like, oh, God, do I like this movie again and they're going to hate it? 
hated it. I'm gonna fucking kick your fucking ass. You know, shut up for a second, all right? No way. But I, was, but I was thinking in my head, I was like, it's so comic book movie. How could Ballard hate this? Because like it, it, it hits on everything. It hit everything for me. It literally yeah. was everything for me. It was Baby Boy Ballard's every dream. And what about me? I'm the wild card. Wild card, bitches! And I think folk, I thought that folk might hate the story and like being like, oh, there was no story. But I was like, but it was just so much fun to watch. It was like, it was, oh, like as a comic book fan, it was everything. I had fun. Justin is hard, writes in. God fucking damn it, Disney. God fucking damn it. <laughs> what happened? I used to suck your cock all day as a child. Sometimes five times a day because you can't stop those VHS tapes from restarting. And no way I'm not watching Aladdin for the fifth time in a row. All right, let's get down to business. Chris Evans looks hard as fuck in the movie. Wow, Chris, no show could block the erection you just gave me. No segue, but Infinity Wars, though incredibly ambitious, is a failure on every conceivable la- level. Wow. From beyond cringeworthy dialogue to plot holes the size of a war-torn <gasps> anus, there is what? nothing worth salvaging in this pitiful excuse for an orgy. Huh. Although the part of where Drax was eating spaceships was funny. One laugh, Marvel. You got one laugh. The most amazing thing about this film is Marvel's fans' total commitment to believing this movie was not total garbage, like us. Wow. Thanos' master plan was to partially genocide planets in order to usher prosperity? Why not, like, get the Infinity Stones and use them to help the struggling planets? That's a I huge mean, plot I'm, I'm not a Marvel fan. Well, that's explaining this the comics. I mean, I'm not a huge Marvel fag, but even I know the stones can be used for good. <laughs> They're Infinity Stones. Like the franchise ending Jedi, like the franchise ending Last Jedi, Infinity Wars has similar ramifications for the pre-existing Marvel pantheon. Just a quick <laughs> jump back to Thor three Ragnarok, which reveals a film about learning you don't need a hammer, you just yeah. need yourself. Why yeah. does Thor? Do, what does Thor do the entire time in Infinity War? Makes a fucking hammer. Yeah, that's true. Wow, good point. That's all about it. Yeah, yeah. This can be applied to every Marvel film, and Infinity Wars was made in a vacuum. What was the point of the awful civil war? Seems like everybody is back together, Good lathering point each other again. up in semen. Where did Scarlett Johansson's accent go? It slowly faded away in each. Scarlett Johansson? Movie. He means Scarlet Witch. Yeah, he must yeah. mean because Scarlett Johansson never did an accent because she I can't do yeah, Russian accent. But 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 Wanda Maximoff's accent yeah. disappears. Yes, it does. Yeah. Maybe they didn't want two Russian sluts in the same movie. If not for Bruce Banner, Scarlet Witch would be <laughs> now. Now I'm wondering if you meant Scarlet. Yeah. Now wait. Now wait. He's talking about Black Widow or Scarlet yeah. Witch. Well, he said two, <laughs> meaning that the, the other one would be Black, uh, Scarlet. Uh, She's would be Sokovian. Black. Once Russian, once Sokovian, yeah. and one had an accent, one didn't. The one that had the accent was Wanda Maximoff, the Sokovian. The Russian did not have an accent. That her name is, yeah. of course, Natasha Romanoff. If not for Bruce Banner, Scarlet Bitch would be hands down the worst character in Infinity War. Scarlet Witch is not Russian. She's Hungarian or Romanian, but really Sokovian because they don't have a fictional country. Sorry. She refused (laughs) to destroy Vision Stone, only to do it a few hours later after they completely hung Wakanda out to dry. Not very woke. (laughs) As the movie concluded and we watched every character with scheduling conflicts disappear into ash, I literally felt nothing. Then the credits rolled and I actually felt something. Sadness. Sadness knowing 54,000 people helped make this movie and it's a complete piece of shit. Jeez. I would love if they showed That's Captain correct. America. I would love it if they showed Captain Marvel dildoing her butthole when Nick Fury sent her that text and then suddenly she just vanished into thin air. Now that's an ending. One, out of, one and a half cool boys out of five. Did he rate it cool boys? Yeah, he did. Hey, thanks, hey, Justin. Well, thank you for yeah. writing in, Justin. We really appreciate your input. Long review. 
Don't agree with it, but it was funny and humorous. Um, he had some good points in there. I would say, uh, number one, the first point of his that I definitely uh, can agree with, even though I love the movie still, is that is interesting that Thor Ragnarok um, is about kind of finding yourself and the your, your inner power. And then the next movie, it's like, get a hammer. Um, my, my, uh, that take is on funny. That is, my take on that is he just came across someone that was incredibly so much more powerful that that. Yeah. He needed an mantra, A-bomb. It didn't work. He had to go get a god killer. De- well, I did refer to it earlier as Deus Ex uh, Thor Machina. Um, and then uh, <laughs> the other thing that Justin brings up is a good point that kind of calls to that also is um, the film is made in a vacuum. It does seem that to succeed, all these Marvel films have to succeed on their own in their own vacuums and be written in their vacuums. So that they can be their own movie on their own at the same time. You can't it, really foresee yeah. all the reshoots that are going to be happening in Black no. Panther or so if forth. You, and if so you wrote a movie with 30 characters, it just doesn't work. Like this right. has to be watched with – you've seen everything else. And it has to be just – it's a war. The movie is a war and it, it succeeds. Yeah, it's made in a vacuum and it's episodic at the same time. It yeah, is. it is the 19th episode of the most expensive uh, TV show of all time that was released yeah. directly into theaters. Yeah, and we'll end on episode twenty-two. Which you can you can view season. it as a part one of two, a part three or four of four, or a part nineteen of undetermined. Also, the fact that it's pretty much the Back to the Future two out of the three, it's like mm. you got to see the the finale to like you know this this ends on a cliffhanger. It's, it's a TV show. It's different than like any sort of movie you've seen. This 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 movie represents on a larger scale the end of what we once considered that barrier between. TV and movies. And you know what's on the other side? On the on the TV side, breaching into movies is Game of Thrones, where the last couple of episodes are basically going to be feature length, like and and, and budget wise, almost movies. And this is, you know, obviously a budget wise is, is, is a, a movie budget, but it's it's to view this as anything other than part 19 or at least, you know, 17 or whatever, when you actually add up like the ones that really affected it. Is, is is disingenuous and, and it doesn't work. So you can't really view it as a movie. You have to view it as as the new media, yeah. where TV and movie theaters will be dead soon, and these movies will just be things that premiere for a hundred bucks, uh, just like you know, big big fight nights, and, and, and people will pay the same amount. And it'll it'll, it'll to, to, so that it all averages out. And, and it'll end up being the biggest thing again and again and again and again. Like this was literally the biggest opening of all time globally and domestically. And this is without China, which is a pretty big feat. This thing rocketed through to the point where it destroyed all previous box office um, goals. It's it's the biggest thing of all time. And that's absolutely very true, folks. This is what we're going to get. And we're just going to keep getting the biggest box office opens at home on your own home box office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. home box office. Maybe they can like shorten that to HBO. Well, I don't mm-hmm. think I, HBO. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, it's Netflix is the other side of it. Netflix already has pre-existing deals with the MCU. All right, quick cool border ranking of the Avenger films. So for me, I would honestly go number three is Age of Ultron. Number two is the Avengers and yeah. number one is Avengers Infinity War. Yeah, I love how you confused me because like in the beginning you said Avengers was your favorite, so I was like, oh shit, he fucking hates the new. I said at, <sighs> in 2012, you did. Ultron's the worst. I kind of uh, got that. Then Civil War, which is an Avengers movie, just not called it, and then uh, Avengers, and then this is the best. Wakanda forever. Black people. 
Wakanda's not a, an Avenger film. Sure it is. All right, Noah, what's your ranking? Exactly, exactly like Felks. <laughs> oh, exactly like Felks. So what was that? What was Felks? It was two, Age of Ultron, Civil War, then Avengers, then this one. Wait, this I didn't one. put Civil War into mine. Oh, well, you don't need to. Okay, let me do mine again. Oh, God. So mine is <laughs> Age of Ultron, The Avengers, Civil War, oh, wow. Infinity War. Oh, Civil War is not good. Civil War is re- I like Civil War. I love Civil War. I think like Civil War is awesome. You guys like men. <clears throat> yeah, men are great. There's a lot of men in Civil War. <laughs> We're done. Schoolboy Nation, tell us what you thought about movie by emailing us at thecoolboyspodcast at gmail.com. New episodes of the Cool Boys Podcast come out every Tuesday. Be sure to like and subscribe to us on iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, Twitter, and Facebook. And please rate and review us as well. You can also donate to us on Patreon to receive additional content like Cool Boys After Dark. It only costs a buck a month and you will receive special access to content too hot to air. You can find the Cool Boys on Patreon at patreon.com slash coolboyspodcast. Please check out our other great Cool Boy Central content with Batman and Beyond, a Cool Boys podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Patreon, where the Cool Boys have an uncensored discussion about Batman, the animated series, everything ranging from bat tips to bat nips, and all the boners they have given us. Thank you for listening. Stay cool, Cool Boy Nation. Until next time, it's Bizees from Falcon Felk. Black, Black Falcon Felk. Black Falcon Felk. That's Bizees from Black <laughs> Panther Ballard. And that's Bizees from Nebula Noli. Insert soundbite here. I have a very serious question to start with about shipping, because I know a lot of fans were actually pretty invested in the idea of Natasha with actually either or, or both of you guys, and now obviously she's with she's with Bruce. What, did, what do you guys make of that? She's a slut. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something along that line. It's complete horror. <laughs> Trick, man. <laughs> you are standing American boy. You have excelled in all things. I pump while I dump. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. Without even a damn silly. Get out of here! Oh, yeah! <laughs> 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 this episode of the Cool Boys Podcast was brought to you by... I don't care if I guess wrong. I, I, I stand by my guesses and, and, and stand by them. I thought I, it was, I recall you guessing lots of things right. I, I thought the soul stone would be in Wakanda. Oh, this is edited out. Don't even bother saying it. What are you doing to me? Like, <laughs> let me be me. Don't fucking control me. I'm not controlling you. I'll just cut it out. Felk's gone. We guessed everything right. I'm going to put just back Felk saying yes to everything. Yes. I'll cut, I'll cut all the yeses out from later when he says yes later on. <laughs> yes. And he'll just say, yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Get some cool boys. <laughs> <laughs> so serious.